Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fuse, Transparent Conversations for Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss perspectives that are thought about and not talked about, so tell your friends and family to check us out and connect with us on social media at Fuse Marriages or join the conversation by emailing us at FuseMarriages.com. All right. What, what's up? No, you were just looking at me. You know, I made a little technical error, so you were like, what yeah. is he doing? It's okay. It's you know, all good. We it's roll all good. with it. Yeah, we roll. We roll. We're adaptable. Punches. We got to do that in life, man. Yeah, we're adaptable. <laughs> but you could read my face. Yeah. Can't, can't stop the show because of a mistake. Well, show can't yeah. in life. I'm telling you, these are life principles. Absolutely. All right, sir. So what is happening? What are we talking about today? Well, today, I had my mind, I, my, I had this, this show topic idea, like them kids, though. Them kids, though. Yeah, you got to say them kids, though. Them kids, though. <laughs> Right there. Not any, I mean, like, honestly, you, I guess, break it down. Guess what we're talking about. So, kids are an amazing blessing, y'all. Let's first get that first. I, I, we're not going to, like, just pin all of life problems on kids. Uh-oh. But we're going to pin all life problems on kids. Mm. Kids are an amazing, amazing blessing. I love all. We love all our kids. We sure do. We love them to death. We love them. We but, love y'all. But there has to be some balance in that thing, right, between your partner relationship and your mm-hmm. kids relationship and what the time and like, and that's tough to do. Mm. That's real tough. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what issues do kids cause in relationships? Right. <laughs> I think kids can have the ability to break up a home. That mm. sounds bad. Cause like a kid, I can't a kid break I up. A some home. of our, some of our listeners are like, no kids, they can't. Yeah. That's the adults. You know, oh. we're going we to talk about it, though. Yeah. We're going to talk about it a little bit. Not saying kids are always the cause of breaking up a home, but they can be, right? Okay. It can, it's something that maybe people don't look at. Mm-hmm. That's why we're going to talk about it. Because it just some, it could be your home situation where it's not really y'all two that's going at it. It's the kids and what they bring and the dynamics, how y'all handle and manage those kids that are causing the house to be kind of divided. Ooh, touchy stuff today. Yeah. Touchy, touchy. Okay. Let's jump in. Yeah. So we talking about those kids, though. Them kids. Yeah. So I think the first thing, we're going to talk about our singles first. Okay. Our single people. Our single people that are that have kids mm-hmm. or potentially even go into a situation that somebody else has kids. Mm-hmm. But let's focus on the single parents that are looking to date and trying to, you know, maneuver and really, you know what I mean? Yes. They want that ultimate connection with somebody, but they have a kid. Okay. No problem. And- what we've seen and, and kind of witness is that sometimes people with single kids, they pour everything into their kid. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just them and their kid, mm-hmm. you know, and which is nothing on the surface wrong with that. But what does that look like when you bring somebody else into the situation? Mm-hmm. So if I pour everything into my kid, I'm a single dad, which I have been. And then I get with I get with somebody or try to interested in somebody. How do I switch that off? Right, because I didn't. I mean, I'm accustomed to pouring everything into into my kid, mm-hmm. and now my kids used to getting that right. Mm-hmm. Going me, I'm like, I'm doing everything. We are doing everything together. There's no other kind of. There's like, there's no balance in it, right? Mm-hmm. And ultimately, you want to be with somebody else. You're trying to have a romantic relationship, trying to get married, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the problem comes in, like, man, okay, I got this new person. They not. They trying to figure out like where do they fit in at. Yeah, I think the the keyword that you just used was balance, mm-hmm. having balance. So ensuring, I think, because um, 
I think what can happen when you're a single person and, and you know, we speak from a place of experience. So um, to those of you that are single, this is not um, to ridicule. This is just to hopefully open up your mind to think about it in a different way. Um, so from from our perspective, from our experience, mm-hmm. you know, being able to have um, that sense of balance where they still get to be a kid because there isn't anything wrong with investing. <laughs> like, please invest in uh, your children. You know, please, you know, encourage them, spend time with them, um, ask how their homework is doing, help them with their homework. Some of um, some of my memories from childhood are my mom sitting with me in, in helping me do, you know, science projects, putting together solar systems, sewing costumes together, helping me like, I remember one time I had to make an old, um, an old, uh, like it's supposed to look like an old document. And, you know, we had to boil the tea and put it in tea and burn the edges and let it dry. And, you know, my mom would help me with my project. So Mm -hmm. being invested in your kids' things is really important. So I don't want that to be like, well, well, then I just won't do anything. It's not, it's not an all for nothing thing. And it's fluid, you know, in some seasons they might need more hands on and some things it might be like, okay, you're doing great in your schoolwork. Let's get you doing more extracurricular. Let's kind of focus on some of that. Let's spend some quality time together. But that balance piece, what does that look like for your children? And then again, that depends on the age, you know, where where they are in maturity and where they are chronologically. There are different things that, you know, a six-year-old needs than a 17-year-old needs. There's a different way to parent. Um, and we've you know, been in both situations. Mm-hmm. So we so we get it and what that looks like and what that looks like for you. So if you are a single parent and you're trying to invest in your children and you're trying to pour into your children, nothing wrong with it. Keep it up. You're doing a great job. We appreciate the work that you are doing because it's not easy right. to be a single mom or dad. It's not easy. Dads, y'all don't get a whole lot of credit because there are a lot of single dads out there. That's not easy. That's not easy. But we do want you to be able to be open when you get a relationship where you're not internally at war with yourself because You don't know how to make that switch. You want to, but you can't do it because, well, I I have to pour everything over here because this is my kid. They're going to still be your kid. They're still going to love you. You just have to make sure that you that you are um, taking care of you in all of this. So, yeah, that's my that's my my two cents. I I just think single parents have to be aware. Mm -hmm. Right. There's nothing wrong. I think you said it right. Right. There's nothing wrong with pouring. You're pouring yourself into your kid. It's just y'all two or just whatever, how many kids you have. It's like you just, that's what your 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 world is at that moment. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you're interested in kind of opening up that world to another adult romantic relationship, like you got to think, think, okay, okay, this is, this is how I'm set up now. What is it going to look like to so somebody that's going to come into it? Right. Because your kid can look dropped if all of a sudden, yeah. and then they can have resentment for your new partner, your new spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, because they think, well, they're replacing me, yeah. I'm, I'm being kicked out to the curb and this, like, it's like a, a really bad breakup for a kid and it's hard for them to process where do I, where do I belong now? Cause my sense of purpose was it, it was me and now it's, it's an us thing and I don't know how to do that. So if you're not preparing yourself and preparing your kid, um, for the possibility of a future, and that looks different depending again on your kid, their age, their maturity level, but how you go about ensuring hey, they feel secure while also um, ensuring that you are open to the possibility of a relationship, um, mm-hmm. another adult relationship, as you said. Um, that's a that's a major feat. Yeah, you got to navigate that thing. I mean, I, I don't know any way around it outside of like, hey, if you don't have the insight or the foresight to think, okay, how I'm going to handle this when somebody else comes in, 
going to be problematic. Mm-hmm. I think it's an easy thing to fall into because nobody thinks like, okay, you know what? My kid's going to be the issue. Yeah. They're going to look and be jealous of the time I spend with my kids. Really not jealousy. It's just like they're trying to figure out where they fit in at. Mm-hmm. And like, well, you know what? Sometimes they get resentment. Like, man, okay, you're giving all your time to, to, this, to your kid. And what about us? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I just think you got to have the foresight. And then hopefully y'all can talk through it as a couple saying, okay, here's how we're going to try to address it. So what do you think about this? Because I've heard this um, before. What do you think? Well, my kid, that's my kid. They're my first priority. So you're getting in a relationship. You tell somebody, you know, he or she, well, my kid comes first. What do you think about that? I don't have a problem with that. Okay. Because that's a true statement Mm -hmm. from like where they're at right then. Mm -hmm. They're telling you the truth. Mm -hmm. My kid is my first priority. Mm -hmm. And until you show me otherwise, or until we get to the level that we're on another side of that, my kid's going to be my priority. Mm -hmm. And how does that shift? How do you know? Okay, this person is now going to be number one, and my kid's going to move to a different to a different. Yeah, position. I think once you say I do, because then that's permanent. Mm-hmm. I think prior to that, it's going to be real. Like, hey, I didn't see him. we watched the show when we were Deion Sanders and and uh, what's his uh, Tracy mm-hmm. Edmonds, and he was like, they had, they had, they wanted to show us. It's not on anymore, but it's called the playbook. Is what it's called? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Dion's playbook or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway, it was a scene where, you know what, his boys would come in and use his shower in his bedroom. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like normal. And Tracy's like, Edmonds was like, what they doing? He's like, no, they're my boys. I, they, that's what, they, they can do that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay. But like, really, his boys were his priority. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not sure if that's changed over time. I don't know. But like, that's where they were at in that time. Mm-hmm. And I personally have a problem with that because it's like, man, they, know, they weren't married yet. They were they were dating. They were kind. They were serious, but they wouldn't. They hadn't crossed that threshold where you know what she was a priority. Mm-hmm. And that just happens. See, I am a little bit. I think a little bit differently about mm-hmm. it because I think that there has to be. Um, now, this can't happen when if you're perpetually just dating people. You're trying to figure it out. It needs to be something that's very serious, very defined. It can't be like you haven't had that DTR conversation, the define the relationship conversation. You haven't really. You don't really know where it's going, but you hope and you. You pray and you think maybe possibly that's mm-hmm. not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you are for real. This is the one you're committed. You might not be married yet. This is a Tristan perspective, mm-hmm. which Michael may disagree with. Um, but my perspective is then you have to start making shifts. You have to start making slow but intentional shifts. And this is not something you necessarily need to articulate to your kid, but you just need to start, you know, incorporating them in a different way, um, positioning them in a different way. And now I do not think that this should be a, cut off, hey, this is what it is, this is the, my new dude, we gonna be together forever. Like, no, that's. I think that that is a really poor handling of a person, um, particularly a child. Um, but making sure that they are slowly integrated in a different way to make sure that your new um, potential spouse is integrated in a different way in terms of um, maybe taking over more responsibilities or positioning your child so that they can kind of um, not... And not even fall back, but just fall into a new role. Um, so I think that that's a Tristan thing. We want to hear from y'all because I, I, we kind of have a little bit of variation between how we see how we see this thing. So if you're a single parent, single mom, single dad, please hit us up at Fuse Marriages or email info at fusemarriages.com because we want to know how you handle these situations, how you handle dating. Because what can't happen, and maybe you've experienced that, what can't happen is that you're consistently integrating new people into your life and you're 
kid. Because then what happens is your, your kid feels like they have to be responsible for you. Like they have to handle you because, okay, well, he he left. He's no longer in the picture or, you know, she's not around anymore. So so they're going back and forth and back and forth between, okay, now it's it's me and my dad. Okay, now it's me and my dad and. Okay, now it's it's me and my mom. Okay, now I got to look out for my mom because that dude left and she's crying or she's broken hearted. So you have to be really... Um, True. timid about how many and who you bring and how close they get and what role, how you articulate who they are to your kids. Cause our kids are aware at every age, like they watch and stuff. If you have little kids, they look in, if you have older kids, they look in. So just making sure like, Hey, you can't, you can't, um, you just can't consistently make the same mistake over and over and over and over because you're not only causing yourself harm, but you're causing your kids harm. So we just got to be a little bit more aware as the adults. It's going back. Yeah, just going back on your on your point about the single parents. It's like I was thinking about like the reason why it's so hard for some single parents to kind of like you saying, you know, when does that shift happen? Right? We talking about the Deion Sanders stuff, whatever, him and Tracy. Like just like, okay, hold on, why is why is he doing that? Mm-hmm. I think it's hard for single parents to make that shift. It's like this little person or big person is 13, 14, whatever the age is, doesn't matter. It's their kid, they're in their house, mm-hmm. they're under 18, most likely is totally dependent on me. And you're telling me that you're going to be there for the long haul, regardless of how, of who I am. And you don't know me yet completely. Mm-hmm. So if I act crazy and I leave my kid, you know, say act crazy with us. Mm-hmm. And then I tell my kid like, Hey, you take the back seat just a little bit. Now I didn't tell my kid the back seat and I committed here and you leave or kind of go another yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like, man, hold on. I got to, you got to be able to process this. Okay, hold on. I can't just tell my kid I'm going to take a step back. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what Dion did. There's a show called Put a Ring on It. There's a situation very similar where, you know, there's a gentleman. He has a son. He's 12 years old, wants his son to come live with him. The girl is like, I don't want that. He's like, okay, that's my kid, though. Mm -hmm. She's like, well, I'm not, I don't, out of that life, I'm not, I'm not too sure if I want that. And, in his mind, he's like, man, hold on, that's my kid. My kids depend on me to be, you know, to help grow and nurture this that, and the other. And a lot of parents are like, man, how am I going to give you everything or give you this position yeah. where I have this ultimate responsibility and you like, you can't, you can't maneuver around it. Yeah, because you know what you would do for your kid. And you, you want to believe that the other person would do the same thing that you would do, mm-hmm. but you can't be sure. You know, it's like that. I think there's that element of fear. Mm-hmm. Like I can't drop my kid. If you drop me, I'm going to cry about it, but you can't drop my kid. And I think that that's, you know, kind of what you're saying. Like, hey, I need to know that if we're arguing, you still going to take my my daughter to school. You know, I need to know that, hey, if if we're not seeing eye to eye, you're still going to prioritize my family, my, my children. Cause it's not, you know, you might have one or two or three, you know, it's, it's that they matter so much to you. You want to believe that they matter also to your, your spouse or your soon to be, or the person that you're dating. You really want to believe that. So I think that that is definitely, um, if you're a single parent, you have to take a lot longer than somebody that might not, um, yet have children. You have to take a lot longer to evaluate a lot longer to kind of think about it. You cannot be, um, emotionally like, Everybody, anybody come and get me. You can't be so eager to be in a relationship that you make um, careless decisions, that you make mistakes that could really haunt not just you, but your babies, your children, you know, because they 
because they matter. They, and, and I'm not saying that you don't know that they matter, but they see a lot. They feel a lot. If they see you hurting, um, they recognize that. You know, even and that happens when you're when you are in um, in more of a nuclear setting. Mm-hmm. They notice, so they are especially going to notice if it's been you know just you and the crew. If it's just been you guys, they're really going to notice. Like, hmm, you know, my my dad doesn't seem as excited anymore. What's going on? Or my mom doesn't seem like she's very happy. Um, and they're going to attribute that to that other person. Um, so I, I definitely think that managing that relationship is really important, and and recognizing. Your kids are your priority and making sure that they're okay too. But also that other person that's coming in the picture for them to recognize, hey, these kids, I, I get this. I mm-hmm. understand this. You can't marry anybody or hook up with anybody that's immature and does not understand that. If you're saying, hey, um, these are, let me just throw this example out there. If you're saying these are my weekends with my child, you know, this is what I'm going to be doing on this weekend, every other, if that's your situation or, hey, this is how I have kids. You need to check those signs, how they respond when you have your child. Are they like now are they monopolizing your phone? Are they calling you all the time? And while it's like, hey, man, this is my my weekend. I should be right here. Are they trying to like, hey, well, can't you drop them off? Can't we do this? Can't yo respect some boundaries, take care, take care of your children and recognize how they're going to behave in those early stages so that you're not um, later looking at the situation like what happened? Yeah. And I I just. I, I can almost sum it up to me that it's pretty basic. It's like, it's not about really how a person, in my mind, how a person would treat a kid, but like, it's just me is saying, okay, are you going to be there? Like, I know I'm going to be a dad to that kid. Mm-hmm. I don't care what happened, mm-hmm. but are you always going to be, you know what I mean? Are you going to be, is that you ain't going to be in the picture? Mm-hmm. I think that's the fear. A lot of single parents have, when we're talking about kids, but like, so that's why it's kind of like, okay, they gave a new relationship. Now they're trying to like, maneuver it but like that's what i'm wondering okay this person they seem cool right now but what about two years from now yeah yeah three years from now yeah and that's that's the tough switch like you said when does that switch happen sometimes it's like it takes a long time mm-hmm. right depends especially how long they had that kid if you got a 16 year old son that you you know you raising you got them doing sports and any other and somebody say you know what well what about us well hold on now mm-hmm. i got about two more three more critical years and you want me to turn that off right now? Ain't happening. I'm telling you right now, as a dad, ain't happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like when you feel it. Yeah, it ain't happening. <laughs> so you can get all mad, get frustrated all you want. It ain't happening. Mm-hmm. And if he do do that as a dad, he crazy. Mm-hmm. Because he going to take, no, nah, how you going to just sacrifice everything up to the, that 16-year point and then say, I'm going to put everything over here. Yeah. Just not. Yeah. And I think that what you're saying is really invaluable because it, it it talks from the position of somebody that's experienced this. Oh, yeah. It's talking from not only from a male perspective, but like how do you handle your children? What is what is that? And it's not to say this won't be challenging for both of you. You Absolutely. might want to be together, but managing like, okay, how do we manage the emotions of the kids? How do we manage our, our own emotions so that we're not being careless, that we're not kind of throwing caution to the wind? You can't afford it. There's too much at stake as a yeah. single parent. Another one that you mentioned is um, the other parent concept. So talk to me about that. Yeah, no, no. The other parent concept is like, you know what, you have this. Now we're talking about a two parent household mm-hmm. where. One of the the other parent, at least an, uh, one of the parents, is putting a lot of energy and time into the kids. Yeah. Whether it's PTA, whether it's schoolwork, whether it's making sure they got the right thing, like it's putting a lot of time and energy into the kids. Mm-hmm. At the then the neglect of the other other spouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A spouse is like, man, golly, 
I like. I mean, like little Mikey Junior. He got. We get the big piece of the chicken. Like, what's up with that? <laughs> You're the dad. Yeah, and I'm the dad. <laughs> like, like this. Like it starts. It starts happening. Like not all they on purpose, but all of a sudden now, like okay, they get fed first. Mm-hmm. They get everything. This, you know what I mean. They come in. Everybody. Everything stops. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean for them type mentality. And it's like, I think it's a shift. That's why kids can break up a home, right? The other parent looking like, man, the kids over here, they just kids. Let them be because kids. Because you look at it like you, like the other adult lacks value. Because, you know, that's a real debate. Like, should the child get fed first? We're going to put this on. Mm-hmm. We're going to put a poll up. Like, should the child get fed first or should the the dad or mom or whoever, the adult, get fed first? Um, but when, what you're kind of talking about um, I think happens a lot. I think that's why you can see marriages that have been together, you know, 20 years. And then, the, but there's like this kind of growing resentment, even people that have been together less time than that, but there's yeah. that growing resentment. And it's not that you don't care about your kids, but it's that you think that your partner doesn't care about you. It's like, hold on. You're not, you're not looking out for me. You're not spending time with me because it does start out so innocently. It starts out as, you know, Hey, I'm going to the PTA meetings. I'm dropping the kids off. There are things that need to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm taking care of the kids. Like they're not doing well in math. I'm sitting, helping them with math. And then that, then there's this huge argument that really happens because, well, I don't feel valued. Like you're not spending no time with me. We're not, we're not hanging out. And there's this like schism. There's this separation that happens and it grows and grows and grows because it's, it becomes logistics. Like, Hey, I'm doing what I have to do. You're being childish or, you know, you're not handling yourself. Well, what do you expect me to do? Well, like the kids got to eat. Well, they got to go here. And so you're really not hearing each other because one person is on the offense and one person is on the defense and you're not coming to any, you know, common ground. You're not willing to say, you know what, let me make a shift. I'm sorry. You don't feel heard. I'm sorry. You don't feel valued. Or the other person, hey, I'm not helping out. I should be more engaged or, or whomever, you know, feels a particular way. But I think that this is this happens so often where there is the breakup because of the kids, but it's not the kid's fault. It's right. your fault because or the adult's fault because the other is not feeling cherished. The other is not feeling valued. Um, and that can happen. Here's a quick example, too, that if you have an argument and instead of focusing on the relationship and saying, okay, we need to, we need to work through this, then you, okay, well, I'm going here because Johnny's got a baseball game. And then, you know, Sarah, she's got dance practice, done that before. you know? Yeah. So, so you, you start pouring into your kids versus pouring into your relationship versus saying, Hey, Michael, you know, Johnny's got a baseball game. Can we come back to this? Yeah. Can we, can we talk true. about That's this real. tonight? And, and the, instead just walking out being like, look, I got things to do. I don't have time for this. To me, that's hiding though. That's not intention. That you, you hiding behind the situation. It could be work, could be kids. Mm-hmm. It could be whatever. Yeah. But to me, that's different. But I said that, that does happen though when people yeah. hide behind the kid. And it happens perpetually. It can yeah. happen over and over again. So you're not having the real conversations. You're not having legitimate conversations. You're not having the conversations that really need to happen so that you don't have all this underlying yeah. stuff underneath the carpet. You know, I used to say to you and I've said to other people like, if you sweep all this stuff under the carpet, you can be tripping over it in a minute. You know, there's only so much that can go under there before you have lumps in the carpet. And I used to say to Michael, you know, in the early points of our marriage, when we were trying to figure out how to do conflict, it was like, man, there's so much stuff being swept under the carpet. I'm tripping over. I'm breaking arms and legs because there's, there's too much there. And if you are in a relationship where there's too much under the carpet, you're not dealing with things 
talk that out, pull that stuff out, pull back the carpet, go to counseling, sit down with a notebook, do what you got to do because you cannot have a successful relationship and have all kinds of stuff swept under the carpet because you're not dealing because the other person doesn't feel heard because you're not valuing the relationship. You're, you're investing in your kids, which you should, you're investing in your kids, but you're not investing in your marriage. And that too, that can, man, there's so much stuff that can happen there because there's so much pain that builds over time. And I could make, I got a real practical example from a male point of view mm-hmm. on what the other parent, it could be extended that resentment, this, that, and the other. This is from the male side. Okay. So we all know that women, when they have their sons, they love their sons. Like, I love my son. Love them to death. Like, see how she even look at that? Y'all, y'all can't, y'all, love, y'all watching YouTube, go look, look, look at the face, go to the, that 20 something minute mark, look at her face. <laughs> and it's true. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh huh. Love, she loves, loves, love your, love their son. You love your son. I do. And we talking about, you know, when a, when a woman pours into a, a kid, let's say in this case, the son, mm-hmm. most men, please forgive me. Like you forgive your son, mm-hmm. whatever you, how you hold stuff against your son and let it go. Do me the same way. Mm-hmm. Right. And men, we look at that. We're looking like, Oh, okay. So she can't forgive. She can't forget. Because she can go love him, pick him up, this, that, and the other, love him. You know what? I'm sorry. You know, it's okay. I know your room messy. You know, and I ain't told you 10 times. But you know what? You leave your drawers on the floor now. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't believe you did this again. Like, I want that same love that you give your son. That same forgiveness, that same understanding that you give your son. And man looking like, man, hold on, man. She over here. She tripping. Now, we drawing apart. Cause now I got, I got a data point to say, you know what? Oh, you can. Okay. You just, you just doing me like that. Mm-hmm. You holding against me. And a lot of men, we looking, you know what I mean? Like you saying, like, you, you know, people pouring the kids, it just pouring looks different to me. That's a real practical example from a, a woman's perspective. I mean, from a man's perspective of what women could do for that. Yeah. I'm going to have to process that because I think that that's really interesting that men can compare themselves to a child because women can too. Women can too. Like you all hugged up. You're like, hold on. You haven't, you don't hold my hand. Like your daughter will get in your lap. Well, what's the last time I said your lap? You know, like those kinds of things. So even, but looking at it even deeper than that, like recognizing that feeling of neglect, recognizing, like you said, dealing with forgiveness, dealing with like what, what is real, real love? What is that? Because sometimes it can get lost in a nuclear or blended or any of those families, it, it can get, it can get displaced. You can begin to feel like, okay, I'm just here for the activity. I'm here for sex, cleaning, cooking, dropping off kids, or like I'm here for, for work and no play and, you know, helping you do other stuff. So not feeling like the other person is really valued. One of the last points I want to bring up that you talked about really feeds into this, but um, the kids being so activity driven and that causing a wedge in the relationship. We kind of mentioned it a little bit when we're talking about the kids, but go into that a little bit. No, it's just like, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of things that kids have access to, whether it's, you know, sports or dance or whatever, school activities, you know what I mean? Church even, you know what I mean? Like, and all of a sudden that drives all the things that the family's doing. Mm-hmm. And if it's cool, if everybody agrees with that, mm-hmm. right? Both parents do. It comes uncool or not. It doesn't work when some parents are like, you know, I'm, I'm, t- I'm tired of doing this. Okay, give me an example. Yeah, you know what? Our kid is a basketball player. Okay. And we travel and go different places and do different things. And you know what I mean? We do that for like four or five years. And he good. And he like it. We call him, you know, but I get to that fifth year as a parent. I'm like, 
I want to. I don't want to. I don't want them to play this summer. Mm. I don't want them to be. I don't want to go travel like that no more. Mm-hmm. And then it's like now it's like, what do you do with that? Yeah. Because now it's gonna start, you know, drawing a divide because the kid were kids were the center. Yeah, that's definitely a, a real. That's a real conversation for some people. Um, but you know. When, you, when you're talking about the kids' activities and um, being invested, making sure that you're having these conversations frequently yeah. and hearing yeah. the other person like, okay, travel ball starts back up. How are we going to do it this year? Mm-hmm. Do we want to do this this year? And, you know, depending on the age of the kid, the conversation itself might change, but recognizing, okay, these are my values. We've talked before and we talk about this when we do a marriage counseling is making sure that, you know, you have your annual business meeting. This is one of the things that we say in premarital. This is one of the things we say in marriage. Our marital counseling is that you need to have a business meeting every year to touch in with the other person. Hey, how are we feeling about what's what it's looking like next year? Are the things that we did this year, are they going to work again for next year? So this year, man, we did a whole lot of travel ball and you know maybe we we make some adjustments or maybe we counter that with having a family vacation for a week or maybe you take some time off and we have a staycation or you know we didn't get a lot of one-on-one time um, because you were always doing this what adjustments do we need to make so I think um, making sure that we're having those conversations frequently is really going to be important even as we're talking about um, the kids kind of taking over our world absolutely any other any other closing thoughts? No, no. I think I mean, yeah, just I mean, you got to be just thinking about the situation that you're in, mm-hmm. whether you're a single parent, whether you are somebody that's, you know, two parent household. Just understand how kids can affect that dynamic. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us and make sure you connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. Check out our website for more content and resources. FusedMarriages.com. Let's talk about it. You're listening to Fused with Tristan and Michael.